Today we explore three courageous decisions that show just how unexpected Bilbo Baggins can be. He shatters all low expectations and inspires all of us, no matter how small, to be courageous. We wander chapter 16 of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit, A Thief in the Night. And as a bonus, we dig into the oft-tossed around theory that the Arkenstone is a Silmaril. Hint, it's... No spoilers, I'll answer that at the end. Like Bilbo, who freely shared the Arkenstone, you can freely share this episode. Don't hold back such great treasure from your friends, or even your enemies. I can't promise that it will lead to peace between the dwarves and elves in your life, but hey, you never know, until you try. So hit that share button, tell your friends, and let's wander Middle-earth together. Now, let's wander. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This chapter is on the shorter side of chapters in The Hobbit, but its size belies its importance in the narrative. If you remember way back in the first chapter of the book, the narrator tells us what this story is really about, quote, How a Baggins had an adventure, and found himself doing and saying things altogether unexpected. In this chapter, Bilbo Baggins does at least three things that are highly unexpected. He leaves his companions to intentionally be caught by elves, he hands over the crown jewel of the dwarves' treasure, and he returns to his besieged companions. Let's explore these three unexpected actions and how they reveal Bilbo's cleverness, love for the simple pleasures of life, and his loyalty. Let's delve deeper into the brilliance of Bilbo Baggins's plan to leave his friends and navigate the perilous situation around the mountain. At this crucial moment, Thorin's fervent desire for the Arkenstone poses a potential threat to Bilbo's well-being. Unbeknownst to Thorin, who has sworn to be avenged from anyone who keeps the Arkenstone from him, our resourceful hobbit has already stumbled upon the precious gemstone. In true hobbit fashion, Bilbo demonstrates his practicality by using the incredibly valuable Arkenstone as nothing more than a makeshift pillow stuffing. It is a lighthearted reminder of a hobbit's penchant for comfort and contentment, valuing simple pleasures over material wealth. 
Now, the first step in Bilbo's daring plan involves leaving the safety of the mountain. By employing a mix of flattery and empathy, he persuades Bomber to allow him to take the watch. With the aid of his magical ring, Bilbo slips unnoticed from the wall, traversing in the shadows. I think it's intriguing that while concealed by the ring, Bilbo's path is enshrouded in darkness and coldness. However, as soon as he approaches the elven guards, he decides to remove the ring, masking himself in the light. And here lies the irony and adds depth to this moment. Bilbo lived among the elves for weeks, all the while remaining invisible and unobserved, courtesy of the fairy ring he now willingly removes. By intentionally revealing himself and calling out to the elves, Bilbo shows a remarkable transformation in his character. It is a stark contrast to his earlier life in the Elven Kingdom, where he preferred to remain unnoticed rather than imprisoned with the dwarves. Bilbo's wit and cleverness are on full display once more. We've seen him outwit trolls, escape Gollum's riddles, and even devise ingenious plans to tackle spiders and dragons. However, with the elves, his approach takes a different turn. Instead of relying solely on riddles and wits, he plays on the elves' inherent sensitivities. The words he chooses are strategic and empathetic, appealing to their desire to return to the warmth and beauty of their beloved forest home. In a true display of practical negotiation, Bilbo understands what the elves value most, to leave the cold and cheerless mountain and find solace in their familiar woods. By tapping into this desire, Bilbo manages to secure a chance to speak with the elven chiefs. It is a testament to his growth as a character, moving beyond mere survival instincts and embracing a more diplomatic and thoughtful approach. This episode in Bilbo's journey not only showcases his courage and intellect, but also highlights his ability to adapt to ever-changing situations. The contrast between his past invisibility and his current willingness to step into the spotlight reinforces the idea that life's challenges often mold us into unexpected heroes. Now, let's explore what I think is the most unexpected action Bilbo Baggins takes in this entire remarkable story, freely giving away the Arkenstone to Thorin's enemies. This scene is filled with a series of unexpected events, starting with the sight of, quote, a hobbit dressed in elvish armor, partly wrapped in an old blanket. One can only imagine the peculiar sight of little Bilbo, with his feet dangling over a chair as he is examined by the elven king and bard. It is a moment that evokes both curiosity and humor, encapsulating the charm and uniqueness of hobbits. Bilbo proceeds to reveal that an army of dwarves is en route to rescue their besieged kin from the forces of elves and men. Bard's reaction leaves only two possible motivations for Bilbo's actions, betrayal or threat. However, here Bilbo surprises once again, as his true motivation is an unexpected desire for peace and a genuine effort to avoid unnecessary bloodshed. This desire for peace showcases that even the most unassuming individuals can harbor a reservoir of strength and wisdom. Bilbo's journey serves as a poignant reminder that heroism is not always about wielding swords and casting spells, but can also be found in the wisdom of one's choices and the art of diplomacy. And then the pinnacle of unexpected actions occurs. Bilbo reveals the Arkenstone and willingly offers it to Thorin's enemies. The Elven King, accustomed to examining beautiful and precious things, is left amazed 
and even Bard is speechless. Tolkien's vivid description of the Arkenstone, quote, as if a globe had been filled with moonlight and hung before them in a net woven of the glint of frosty stars, adds a touch of ethereal wonder to the moment. Despite his innate hobbit sense and appreciation for the simple pleasures of life, Bilbo finds it challenging, at least a little bit, to part with the Arkenstone. Yet, even with this difficulty, he ultimately gives it away freely, guided by the hope that this act of goodwill may contribute to bringing the conflict to a peaceful end. This selfless act alone is enough to cement Bilbo's title as the burglar of the company, for the Arkenstone is not truly his to give away. It is a defining moment that showcases the depth of Bilbo's character and his capacity for compassion and empathy. And what makes this action the most unexpected is that Thorne is completely unaware that Bilbo possesses the Arkenstone, and the very idea of anyone willingly giving it away seems unfathomable. However, Bilbo defies all expectations, displaying a sense of morality and wisdom that is uniquely Hobbit-like. This moment exemplifies the profound impact an unassuming individual can have on the grand narrative. Bilbo's actions prove that heroism is not restricted to grand gestures of power or strength, but can manifest in acts of selflessness, understanding, and the pursuit of peace. Indeed, true courage comes in various forms. In the end, it is not the possession of magical rings or vast treasures that define a hero, but rather the choices they make and the unexpected sacrifices they choose to make. Immediately after Bilbo hands over the Arkenstone, a pivotal moment unfolds as he declares his intention to embark on yet another highly unexpected action, returning to the besieged dwarves. The Elven King attempts to dissuade him, offering a backhanded compliment that leaves us pondering its true meaning. Quote, you are more worthy to wear the armor of elf princes than many that have looked more comely in it. Uh, thank you, I think? While Bilbo's physical appearance might be a matter of jest, there is no doubt about the courage he has displayed throughout his decision. By choosing to stand by his friends in their dire need, he exhibits a remarkable sense of loyalty and selflessness. As Bilbo entered the elven camp, he was a cold, hungry, captured hobbit, wielding an invaluable piece of leverage, the Arkenstone. Yet, when he departs, he leaves behind the cold and wet conditions, walking away in warmth and dryness. He is accompanied by royal salutes and an armed escort, and he willingly forfeits the great gemstone, recognizing that the peace of his companions is more valuable than any treasure. And just when we thought Bilbo's journey couldn't get any more surprising, Gandalf reappears. Having observed events from afar, the wise wizard warmly claps Bilbo on the back and commends him with heartfelt words, quote, Well done, Mr. Baggins. There is always more about you than anyone expects. And there it is, the climax of Bilbo's character arc. A timid bachelor of a hobbit, bobbing on the mat as a grocer, finding an evil ring in the darkness has changed. In Gandalf's succinct congratulation lies the essence of the entire story. Bilba Baggins, and indeed all hobbits, often find themselves underestimated and overlooked, with little expected of them. However, their innate qualities of resilience, courage, and loyalty never fail to astonish those around them. 
It is a theme that resonates deeply, perhaps serving as an inspiration for us as readers to recognize the potential within ourselves and others. Indeed, Tolkien's narrative skillfully weaves a message of hope and encouragement. The smallest individuals, not just in stature, but in society's expectations, possess the power to make the most significant impact for good. It is through acts of courage, loyalty, and cleverness that unexpected heroes emerge, proving that greatness can arise from the most unassuming of origins. I am here reminded of Gandalf's words from the first Hobbit movie, which were a film invention to be sure, but I think perfectly articulate this idea. Quote, Saruman believes that it is only great power that can hold evil in check, but that is not what I have found. I have found it is the small things, everyday deeds of ordinary folk, that keep the darkness at bay, simple acts of kindness and love. Why Bilbo Baggins? Perhaps it is because I'm afraid, and he gives me courage. As we reflect on Bilbo's extraordinary journey, we find ourselves drawn to the idea that heroism is not solely the domain of the grand and mighty. Instead, it flourishes in the hearts of those who, against all odds, demonstrate kindness, bravery, and compassion. Bilbo Baggins teaches us that by rising to the challenges that life presents, we can create an impact far beyond our imagination. So let us take this lesson to heart and celebrate the unexpected heroes in our own lives. Let us remember that it is not just the mighty and powerful who can change the course of history, but those who carry the indomitable spirit of courage, loyalty, and cleverness, the very essence of hobbits, and the magic they bring to the world. Now, Bilbo's unexpected heroism aside, I have one more question to wander through with you today. Is the Arkenstone a Silmaril? We'll explore that after this brief break. We're not done yet. If you like this episode, please leave a review and share with your friends. And remember to subscribe if you haven't already. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we close today, I want to address a question that I've been asked before and a fan theory that is floating out there. Is the Ark and Stone of Thrain one of the three Silmarils? For our new listeners, the Silmarils are a set of three gems crafted by the elf Feanor in the first age of Middle-earth. They contained the light of the two trees of Valinor, from which the sun and moon would later be created. Morgoth, who was Sauron's master in the first age, stole the Silmarils, and the war of the elves against Morgoth was to reclaim the Silmarils. For more details on these Silmarils, check out episode 5, Death and Darkness. Now, the Silmarils are described like this, quote, As three great jewels they were in form. Like crystal of diamonds it appeared, and yet was more strong than adamant. The inner fire of the Silmarils Feanor made of the blended light of the trees of Valinor. 
Now the confusion comes when you look at a description like that of the Silmarils and compare it with a description of the Arkenstone. Like this one, quote, a globe of pallid light with a flickering sparkle of many colors at the surface, reflecting and splintered from the wavering light of his torch. And also this description, quote, it was as if a globe had been filled with moonlight and hung before them in a net woven of the glint of frosty stars. Both of these descriptions are rather subjective and draw upon a reader's experience of light. So naturally, from these descriptions alone, it's easy to think that the Arkenstone could be one of the three Silmarils. Add to those descriptions the ultimate fate of the Silmarils, and you can see how this question becomes a theory. One Silmaril was fashioned to be worn by Elrond's father, Eärendil, who sails in the sky like a star. The other two had their fates with two of Feanor's sons. One threw himself with his Silmaril into a deep chasm filled with fire, quote, and the Silmaril that he bore was taken into the bosom of the earth. The other was thrown into the sea and lost. Quote, and thus it came to pass that the Silmarils found their long homes, one in the airs of heaven, and one in the fires of the heart of the world, and one in the deep waters. Now, despite the finality of that passage quoted from the Silmarillion, which we must remember was published after Tolkien's death, Tolkien went back and forth and changed his mind several times on the fate of the Silmarils. I would say it is possible that the Arkenstone, in Tolkien's mind, was somehow connected to the Silmarils. However, we can only guess what was actually in Tolkien's mind, as his writing drafts were notoriously incomplete and conflicting. So to me, I have to look at the published work of The Hobbit to settle the question. And in looking at The Hobbit, I find it very unlikely that the Arkenstone would have been one of the Silmarils. The evidence is pretty shaky, and the lack of recognition on the side of the Elven King is enough to cement, for me, the idea that the Arkenstone is not a Silmaril. For the Silmarils, when claimed, awaken an ancient oath, an oath that drove Feanor and his Elven followers to defy gods and slay their own kin, an oath that motivated the actions of all High Elves in the First Age. So to think that a Silmaril had been claimed by Thorin's grandfather for decades, and that no one else came forth to challenge his claim on the Silmaril, I just can't buy that. Rather, I'm content with letting the race of dwarves have their otherworldly gem, and the elves have their own. Join me in the next episode, where we will explore how this chapter was adapted in Peter Jackson's Hobbit film. Until then, remember, even the smallest of heroes can make the biggest impact on the grand tapestry of life. Thanks for wandering Middle-earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at More of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember, not all those who wander are lost.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raise your hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost, and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within five or ten minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.